If you have asked yourself any of the three following questions, I want you to listen to the rest of this episode before you start creating your signature course in the Passion to Pro Challenge. The three questions being, number one, what topic should I create my course on? Number two, how do I know if people will buy it? And hint, it is not by validating it with a freebie. Don't do that. Other business coaches might tell you to do that, but do not validate your course topic by offering a free guide. And question number three, how many people do I need on my email list, on my Instagram following, etc., before I launch? Now, I hear these three questions. Sometimes they're framed as limiting beliefs from nearly every single prospective course creator I talk to. So last time I hosted the Passion to Pro Challenge, I went live in that group to cover the answers to these three questions. I'm going to insert the recording of the live stream with all of the answers. And just so you know, two of them are very likely different from what you've heard other business coaches say. The first one is that I don't know what topic I want to create a digital product on. Super common. How do I know if other people will want to pay for my topic? Do I need to grow my email list and social media following first? All right, so let's go through each of these, break them down. Let's talk about it. Have a lot of thoughts. First, I don't know what I want to choose my topic to be. So good news, you don't choose what to create your digital product on. Your job is to identify potential product topics, especially right now, potential product topics. You're gonna find low hanging fruit for a topic and you're gonna do that in day one based on the criteria that I give you in that daily task. Then what you do is you communicate the topic to see the potential viability of it You're going to communicate that to your existing audience. So essentially your existing audience is going to decide what your topic is on because they are the ones buying it, right? So you give them options and they say, hey, this is the best option. We're going to get into what that looks like down the road. That's going to be in the masterclass that I cover. But just so you have an idea, you don't get to choose the final topic your audience does because they are the ones who are paying you. Now, I urge you to never choose a product topic idea based on your expert knowledge. What that means is what you know people need. Like a lot of times as an expert, you're like, my audience needs this though. No, 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 no. You are going to avoid choosing a topic based on what you know your audience needs and instead choose a topic based on what they want. So you you are going to identify the result that they want and you are going to sell them the process that helps them achieve that result. It's so much easier to sell when your buyer wants what you are selling, right? It's really hard to sell to somebody who doesn't want what you're trying to sell them. Now, the second one, how do I know if people will buy it? Two things here. First off, you don't know until people actually put down the money and pay for it. That's how you know people will buy it, when they actually put down their money and pay for your product. That said, you can find low-hanging fruit potential topic ideas by ensuring that your product topic does two things. 
One, it solves a burning problem. And two, that your problem has an emotional component. So that problem should be something that is keeping someone up at night. And the reason why you go into the emotional component of it is that people make buying decisions from a place of emotion and they justify those decisions from a place of logic. Now you, as the creator, you can create logic during the positioning phase of your product. But the emotion, the emotion of why somebody wants your product has to innately be there. That is not something that you can create. So going back to this note here, you still don't know that people will pay until they actually pay, right? Now I teach a process called the stress-free pre-sale and I'll be telling you all about this during the masterclass at the end of the challenge. But the initial stress-free pre-sale, this has allowed my students to bring in five figures just a few weeks after finding their low-hanging fruit topic idea. And it is truly the secret sauce. I cannot wait to share it with you. Now, this is how you get paid while you create your digital product. And just to clarify, you get paid while you create a digital product that could become more valuable than your home. A digital product that could be more valuable than your home. Like mind blown right there, the potential opportunities. Can you even imagine you wake up every single day to notifications of sales that you made while you slept and you have no cap on your income potential. And then the final one that we cover is I don't have a big enough audience. Shouldn't I grow my email list and my social media following first? Now, first off, let me just say the thought of needing to grow your audience before you have a way to monetize that audience is a complete faux pas. So no, you do not need a big audience, nor should you in order to have a profitable launch. It's a complete myth. My client actually had an experience with this. She used the stress-free pre-sale to launch a brand new digital product concept to fewer than 250 people. And in just four weeks, she went from idea to five figures in revenue from the pre-sale of her product. It is so possible. It's not just her, happen with other clients and it can happen with you too. When you are ready to join Wellness Course Academy, just click the link in the podcast notes below or head to wellnesscourseacademy.com. Remember, you'll get two additional bonuses and save $200 when you join before the challenge starts on Monday. That wraps up this episode. I cannot wait to help you create and launch your signature course in Wellness Course Academy. 